0: Hello again, dear listener. This is Reeducating Dad, the intergenerational talk show. My name is Tony Coe, a.k.a. Big Tone. And here, as ever, is my daughter and co-host, Tony Coe Brooker, a.k.a. Lil Tone. How are you today, Lil Tone?
1: I am, as always, very good, thank you. How are you?
0: I'm extremely well, thank you. What's going on down there in Hastings on the South Coast?
1: Nothing. We're still in lockdown, so... Basically, my whole life revolves around dog walking and making food. <laughs> yeah, it is
0: becoming a bit of a drag. Let's hope that they let us out a bit for the Christmas holiday. But we're talking about a different holiday today, um, holiday that's celebrated much more on the other side of the pond. And we're joined today by a very special guest, all the way from Washington, D.C., in the great U.S. of A., She's a very special friend of mine from long, long ago, and her name is Deb Conlan. Welcome to the show, Deb. Thank
2: you, Tony and Little Tony.
0: <laughs> so lovely to have you on. I think we go back 30 years, don't we?
2: Yes, we do. Lots of happy times,
0: right? Happy memories. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, we, we probably first met in 1990, and that that still doesn't seem like a long time ago to me. I don't know about you, but it's 30 years. I mean, three decades. That's a generation.
2: <laughs> yes, it absolutely is. But those anyway. were great times, weren't they? I think we were in Canada at yep. one of the, uh, our work conferences.
0: I think that's right. I think, it was, I think it was all the way the other side of Canada in, in Calgary, wasn't it?
2: Yes, it was, yeah.
0: Now, the reason we have invited Deb onto the show today is because my darling daughter, Lil Tone, wanted to discuss Thanksgiving. And when you're talking about Thanksgiving, it's generally a good idea to have an American involved. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we invited Deb on. And uh, Tone... Little tone, why don't you introduce the subject because you you're asking a question particularly around this happy event So why don't you cue that up for us?
1: Well, um, I was wondering whether we should be celebrating Thanksgiving anymore, um, given it's Where it originally comes from And uh, and I thought that it would be interesting to find out how Deb. Do, Do you mind being called Deb or Debbie?
2: No, Deb I prefer
1: Deb, uh, I was wondering how Deb celebrates Thanksgiving and what like a Thanksgiving would look like for you and um, what you know about its origin, basically.
2: Um, I love Thanksgiving uh, because it is uh, really a stress-free holiday. And we were uh, tone-deaf, maybe, our culturally- When I was coming up, we didn't really fully understand all of the implications um, of Thanksgiving and where it came from. So we can talk about that. But today, for me personally, it's a great holiday because it's really just about saying thanks and being with friends and family and uh, eating a lot. So um, I think that there are cultural (laughs) issues, Little Tone, but um, I think that we're all becoming wiser. And... I did some research this morning and I was, uh, I'll talk about that, but this is actually our 400th anniversary since the Mayflower landed. And um, I think that we are, what they've put together about that is much more culturally sensitive.
1: That's interesting. So um, obviously you you looked into it this morning, but growing up, what, what was your, you know what was your knowledge about the history of Thanksgiving? Did you do the, do the like plays in school where you were the pilgrims and the Absolutely, Native Americans? You know, and- I,
2: I think one of the first things that we learned in kindergarten probably, which is preschool, uh, how to do a turkey. So we would decorate turkeys and put them all over, bring them home <laughs> with all the feathers. and uh, we did have plays and you would dress up as either an Indian or you'd dress up as one of the uh, Puritans, pilgrims. And um, we, we didn't really understand anything except that uh, it came from a custom of uh, celebrating something that people began in the 1600s. Um, and even in terms of in learning about indigenous native people in America, we, we weren't told about that when we were kids. We weren't. It was more cowboys, Indians and cowboy shows, uh, but it wasn't part of our history lessons. And that's what I'm saying, that it was a, a little bit tone deaf.
0: I, I'd just like to say um, from, a pers- on a, from a personal perspective that uh, as Deb knows very well, um, for about 12 years, uh, my wife, Christine, and I lived in, in Florida for half the year. And that half included the Thanksgiving holiday because it was the winter. Um, and so when we first arrived there, which I think was in 2001, um, I really experienced my first... It wasn't the first Thanksgiving I'd been to because I had once gone to a a home in in Arizona and and been involved with one, but it didn't make quite the impact on me that it made when I was actually living there. And um, I loved it. Uh, I absolutely loved it because it was so different from Christmas. The nearest thing we would have to it is, of, of course, Christmas. Uh, but it didn't involve any of the well, any of the present giving, all that you know, the pressure that goes with having to buy presents, exchange presents, which always seems slightly daft to me, um, and it you know and over commercialised. But I loved the fact that it was just people get people, friends and family, just getting together and having a lovely meal. Um, I just loved it. Uh, so. And I never thought about any of the history of it. Um, but you know, I, I don't. I don't know. You've got you've done some research on it, Dem. We'd love to hear about that. And I think you've got some other something else to tell us that, that we, that we, that's very interesting. So I look forward to um, that. But like so many things um, from the past, there isn't really a lot of agreement about what happened. There isn't really mm. a great deal of detail. There's there's a lot of views from uh, from the various factions, but nobody can even agree when it was. I mean, the sea, The general sort of idea is that it was, it, you know, the Mayflower landed. Apparently, it was the Mayflower was supposed to be aiming for Manhattan, and but the boat was so <laughs> bad that it it went in circles. It, it I mean, it, it could hardly. It was a sailboat. It, obviously, it needed to be able to go into the wind but it hardly was able to go into the wind. So it, you know, it, it took sort of one step forward and six steps backwards, and it went way off course, and of course it landed in Cape Cod or somewhere. Um, but uh, there's, so there's, and then there was the, obviously the, the, the 16, that was in 1620, and we all know the sort of facts around that, and then it's supposed to be 1621 that the first Thanksgiving took place. But there are other competing stories that it was much earlier than that. That in fact there was there yeah, was, was a it was
1: sixteen nineteen.
0: There was a meal actually was, in fifteen sixty five, which is claimed to be um, the Thanksgiving. So all I'm saying is, I mean, I have no idea which one is right. But all I'm saying is that rather like the Christian story and Christmas, nobody really knows what the day <laughs> <and> date <laughs> it's was. It's out of tradition. <laughs>
2: no,
0: it's it's just a tradition that's that's grown up. Anyway, I've said enough now. So. Uh, let, let's hear what you have to say, Deb, about the um, the Mayflower and, and such.
2: I will tell you that side story, but then I'd love to go back to um, Little Tone's question.
0: Oh, uh, but do it with ev- whichever way. This is a freestyle, so you do it however you want to <laughs> do it. It's <laughs>
2: a exactly podcast, so I'm uh, not exactly practiced on this yet. Um, <laughs> Little Tone, tell me why you think we shouldn't or why you're questioning uh, the existence of that type of celebration?
1: Um, Because I feel like there are still reparations to be made. um, And I feel like there's not really been a lot of effort made to make them. Um, You know, we have a pretty clear map of what tribes existed and what areas of America. And I feel like in order to be able to celebrate well, I just, I think it's kind of odd to celebrate anyway, because the actual first Thanksgiving um, really was a religious holiday and it wasn't a, an indigenous religious holiday. It was from the colonialists. So we kind of stamped out the tribes in, in America and said, if you don't accept our religion and you don't, you know, unless you're going to adopt our religion, we're going to, we're going to basically kill you. And so for me, it's like it, it seems kind of hypocritical to be to be thankful when we did such terrible things.
0: When who's the we in this?
1: Well, I say colonialists because I can't exactly talk about Americans when no, no. But pay you a, said some we. Of the di- worst colonialists. Y-
0: you're you're using language like we did this and we did that. I'm just wondering who you think the we in that is.
1: Well, I'm talking about the pilgrims and then the colonialists.
0: But the, because the, the, the in the pilgrims, beginning, the pilgrims... Were, the pilgrims would, did not refer to themselves as pilgrims. The, I
1: know, the, they. I know. The, they didn't.
0: They're separatists. They, they were, they were a, a group of... Well, they were regarded as, at the time in England as a group of religious extremists.
1: Yeah, um, I know, and then they went to... Who, who, and then they ended up going to, to Massachusetts.
0: Well, actually, that's not entirely right. There was a group that went first um, who were sort of less extreme there was the group that went first were less extreme the group that went to amsterdam were the puritans and they were more extreme and they found it far too liberal and they were worried about what would happen to their children and they went over and that that, that i think is they were the ones that were the cause of the problem but what do you think deb
2: well i think that um there was probably a 50-year period when even though those um, Puritans and Pilgrims were bringing in disease unknowingly, um, there was peace in New England. Uh, And that's, I think, really the home of where some of the celebration became Americanized. Um, I think that it's a horrible story of what's happened to our Native American Indians. It's, um, it's interesting that november is actually the national month of recognizing and applauding and celebrating um americans indian tribes and that thanksgiving um day for them is actually a day of mourning it's recognized as their mm. day of mourning yep. and so it's the morning of uh, all that was lost you know when tribes were almost completely decimated but it really wasn't until I think the 70s I said there was like that 50-year period where there was peace between the Indians and the settlers Um, it wasn't until the the 1670s when uh, the new Americans took such brutal advantage of Indians all over not just in New Mm -hmm. England but all over the states so um, I, um, I know that Indians do celebrate Thanksgiving, but it's a different type of Thanksgiving. When they give Thanksgiving on the day that we're talking about now, the Americanized um, you know, day of gratitude and celebration, they are giving gratitude to um, the persistence of their people and their culture, that they've been able to survive this. So um, I think that... Um, I think that one thing that I learned, that, w- that I was impressed with was that there is a, a commemoration going on that's being built this year and next year that involves the actual members of tribes uh, in New England. It uh, involves groups in Amsterdam and in England and um, from Massachusetts and Rhode Island really, because ultimately they also went into Rhode Island. But uh, that's what I'm saying, that we've, we've become a lot smarter and I guess I, I would say to Little Tone, I'd like you to think about separating the part about uh, reparations and what has, has to happen to make it right uh, with the people who own this country and how we took over versus a day of gratitude with your friends and family and being able to celebrate it. I just see those as two, two separate things.
1: I just, um, I don't feel like I need a holiday to do that. (laughs) I feel like I do that every day when I can anyway. But I mean, I, I think I don't have a problem with the idea of people coming together and being grateful and having food together. That sounds like a lovely idea. I just think it seems hypocritical when we ignore the underlying truth and genocide. And you know what? I, I mean, I, I can't possibly say that I know this to be true, but, but if, if it is true, um, are, are Americans still putting their kids in costumes and and um, telling them that it's okay to dress up as people that essentially stole land and stole from graves and and brought disease and you know because it's almost like we're we're educating ch- children to think that they can take whatever they want and that I just think that that's, that starts from a really young age and if we're still teaching this story that isn't true it means that we're carrying on this kind of moulded. I, I don't know what the pro- I word think the is. The
0: problem is, though, that nobody. We basically really knows,
1: whitewashed the holiday.
0: Nobody really knows what the truth was. I mean, you know, well, you, 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 the fact is, it's it's quite easy to look back in history with the, through the lens of the wonderful advanced morals that we have nowadays. But those were very different times. Um, you know, you're, you're talking, you, you, I don't think that you can judge people of the past and all, you know, with the, with the sort of challenges that they had to put up with. I mean, you know, when, pe- when peoples came together, you know, you saw a, you saw a strange, a person who looks strange over there. That's a threat to your, that is a threat to you, your life, your, your, your family. That's how everybody saw each other. We don't know who started what argument. We don't, you know, we just don't know. No, but we
1: do know, we do know that this was, you know, indigenous land. We knew that the land over here was ours and we knew we went over there and we killed people so that we could steal that land. Forget everything else, down to the very basics, even down to the fact that they may, may have been less intelligent than we are these days and less progressive. That, that, we still know that to be the case, that we stole and we raped and we pillaged and we stamped out tribes. I mean, we, we know that there was a good trade deal between the, the Wampanoag tribe and with the settlers. And things were good, like Deb said, for, for years. And then we started taking advantage. Well, I, I, advantage I, I, I
0: still question the we... I, I don't know how you I don't arrive, know what your problem is with
1: the word we. Because what it's not we. we? It's,
0: it's, it's a people of long ago. We don't know what those, who those people were. I mean, we just... We it's don't... our
1: heritage, Dad. It's right. our heritage. We are one of the worst countries for stealing land. For, for we built our empire on the backs of indigenous people. And well, we I... still haven't made reparations. And I... I, I'm all for celebrating, celebrating Thanksgiving... If we're going out and we're learning about the tribes that we took the land from, we're making sure that they're looked after we're doing what we can as individuals to, to to give back to the community i mean if we're if we're educating ourselves and we're and we're helping, then by all means let's celebrate together but when we're not when we're ignorant and we don't educate ourselves and we you know we are thankful about a holiday that we've built a lie on about you know that that for me is is really really strange and quite regressive especially what do
0: you you think deb i think that
2: we're starting to take baby steps and so as i said we're we um are taught here about thanksgiving you know when you're five and six years old you probably cannot get into a discussion of whether or not there should be um reparations at that age so um (laughs) That's fair. The baby steps that I see is that um, we are educated much more on um, not only the different tribes and what their customs were and still are, but you have um, the Smithsonian museum in DC, which is fantastic. And it shows all of America, all of the tribes, what the sins that were, um, you know, how they were prosecuted, persecuted, and the deals that the U.S. government, as an example, made with Indian tribes and then um, completely broke. So um, little tone, there are, there's not reparations per se, but there is much more respect and education going on. And there's just maybe baby steps that in school, uh, they're taught more than I was taught. You know, I'm 65 years old, uh, 66 years old, much more is going on, but uh, we're not there yet. But I think that the tide has turned and it is uh, coming in.
1: Do you, um, do you happen to know what your like local tribe was called?
2: Uh, no, I do not, but there are a thousand different tribes. So I know in Connecticut, as an example where I'm uh, from, that the Pequots were uh, the local tribe. And I know that because they have a huge casino and so in America, what's happening, it's almost, I mean, we're laughing about that, but th- that is, um, you know, a, uh, a way of reparations that even in Washington, D.C., we have a huge casino now. It has to be on Indian grounds, and there is revenue that is being driven into those tribes. And people have to prove their bloodlines into that. But in Connecticut, it's been a fantastic um, success story.
1: Yeah, I did read about the casino thing. That was a little bit weird to me. <laughs> um, but uh, what I saw was Native American children were saying that their family were just bad gamblers, and that's why it ended up being casinos. <laughs> um, but I did do a little bit of research, and apparently the tribe that used to own Washington, D.C., there was the, the Tank tribe, in case you're interested.
0: Yes. Um, I
1: don't know if it was more than one tribe, but apparently that was the, uh, the biggest tribe.
0: I am um, uh, th- just to put uh, Tony's views into context. Um, Tony Little Tone comes, Deb, from this idea that you know we should be tearing down statues and even of Winston That's Churchill. Not
1: That's not true. So, I'm sorry. But uh, no, this isn't cri-
0: this is not a criticism. It's not actually not a criticism. It's it, it's the a lot of, I think a they lot,
1: belong in museums.
0: Yeah. A lot of young people think, have this sort of cancel culture view. And I think that we're all, you know, if you look back I'm in time.
1: I'm not a young person. Well, you I'm are compared to me.
0: <laughs> compared to me, you're young. do me. Well, I'm not going to say that. Uh, so, <laughs> but if you, if you look back in time of, at all of our peoples, we were all awful if you want to use the expression, we all of us were awful, you know,
1: and some of us the, still are. The,
0: the Christian story is terrible. I mean, you know what the Christians did in the name of their religion is awful. I You're mean, talking
2: about the inquisition or something along well, those lines, right? <laughs> that's just one, that's just
0: one of them. I mean, there's so many things and uh, you know, the, the, the protest, the church of England people would burn the Catholics and the Catholics would burn the pro you know, it, everybody was awful, you know, and, and nobody has a monopoly on awfulness and nobody has a monopoly on goodness either. You know, we we are now, li- Tony and I, to give you an example, uh, a sort of modern day example, Lil Tone and I are, are both vegans, right? Well, in this day and age, you can have the luxury of saying, well i'm going to live this kind of life and it's you know i'm not going to persecute animals well that is a privilege because we are able to do that in the olden days they didn't have that choice right. you know the in the olden days you just got through the day and hopefully you got to the other end of the day and you didn't die <laughs> so that's the context that's the way i look at it And I don't think we should be, as a as a species, I don't think we should be too hard on ourselves. And so let's have these festivals, and let's not, you know, put everything under the microscope and, you know, worry about oh, you know, what we did and what we didn't do. Yes, we should acknowledge. Obviously, we should acknowledge, and it sounds from what Deb is saying is that there is acknowledgement going on, Um, and progress, as you say, Deb, baby steps. They are being made. That's that's my view. Yeah, i
2: I don't think that there's a lot more than um than we can say about that, because I do agree with you, this big tone uh, <laughs> that um, you know we we have to acknowledge it because if we don't acknowledge it and accept our role in that, then um, it's not going to get better. And it is getting better. Um, can we do a better job than what we're doing right now? Yes, we can. We can always do a better job. But I think through conversations that we're having like today yes that really brings home i tony i never even thought of finding out little tone (laughs) Mm -hmm. i never really thought about finding out what is the name of the tribe that lived in this area you know when another thing that we used to do when we were kids we would always find stones when you were out walking so they were stones that could have um color in them and they would always be rubbed down and if you put water in it that is how you could put color on your face the way native americans did Um, i have a nephew who is uh has a fantastic collection he lives up on an island in maine and of all of the arrowheads from you know the stones that they would make for their arrows so uh, culturally we we're sensitive to that but we have not necessarily um, brought home the pain that they had to live through because of our coming into uh, and I'm saying are, or we now too, um, coming into the United States and making them the United States.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just, I I appreciate what you're both saying, but I feel like it's, it's not enough. I feel like the holiday has been whitewashed. It's just another holiday that proves how white America was built on the backs of indigenous people. And I feel like it's been morphed over the years to meet political agendas, which is why we've had people like Trump in the White House, and, and I don't think it's a lot to ask people to... De- Deb's
0: a big Trump supporter. Be careful.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, well, you know, that's another conversation. But I don't no, think no, it's... No, no, I was, l- ki- I I was
0: kidding. She's far from a Trump supporter.
1: Worst <laughs> um, nightmare. I'm just saying, I don't think it's a lot for people to find out whose land they're standing on. And I'm not saying that to you in a condescending way, Deb, because I, I think I need to know that about my own land, because obviously there would have been tribes where I am. I'm in a colonialist area as well in Hastings. Um and I think it's important to know our history and to appreciate the progress that we've made, but continue to make progress basically. That's all I was gonna say.
0: Deb you had a you had a story you were going to tell us.
2: I do. I um, was asking my husband this morning, what did he remember as a child when he was taught uh, about Thanksgiving? And um, he reminded me that he actually has a double connection back to that uh, original Mayflower uh, ship. So that, that boat ride, I heard that the boat was actually heading for Virginia. Tony, and there, you go. Tour, there you go. There you go. There are
0: so many different.
2: different. <laughs> Sixty-six days palette sounds like, but on his um, on his uh, mother's side, he has a connection. Let me see, back um, to Francis Cook, who came over at the age of thirty-seven, and uh, he just brought his son with him, and later on, his um, his wife and uh, daughters came. And on his paternal side, uh, he actually had someone, uh, Richard Warren, who came over uh, at age forty. So, and wow. both of those uh, people, the original uh, Mayflower um, passengers, uh, died in um, died in Plymouth. Um, but one had a wife who actually lived uh, until she was 90 years old. And so uh, she would have seen that change that we were talking about from peace to war
0: uh, with the... um, Well, the fact that she lived to that age at that, Time. i mean wow. Wow. as i understand it i think there were two boats there was the mayflower and there was speed speed well, yes. no. and there was another and boat as well a
2: little bit later i thought i didn't think they came simultaneously
0: you may be you, you know what there's so many different versions of this story right. you, you know how, <laughs> that how was you ever work
1: in 75
0: yeah how do you ever work out what the truth was but the um you know the the people that arrived on the mayflower i mean they had a pretty hard time didn't they when they arrived, I mean, not, not too many of them survived.
2: Right. Half of them passed, perished that winter. Mm-hmm.
0: And one of the, th- one of the accounts that I read with regard to the first Thanksgiving, uh, was that it was, that it was prepared by the surviving five women. Five. <laughs>
2: wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. But that the Indians were, uh, actually, um, the local tribes and it wasn't just one tribe at that point then there were more than one tribe that came to that first thanksgiving they were two to one in terms of the 50 people that um, remained roughly 50. Uh, there was over a hundred of the indians and in that they brought a lot of the food so you know traditionally we always eat turkey we have a, a special menu but it didn't it, it didn't look like that when they had that first one there was venison that the indians brought and other uh, vegetables and, so, Tony Amanda, I would um, just like to say one more thing about this whole issue of uh, gratitude and a happy celebration, along with, and that's not negating the very critical and righteous point that you're making. But a couple of years ago, we had family and friends from Ireland come for a Thanksgiving. It's 17 people, it was the biggest thanksgiving that i've ever had wow. Tony, my house it's not a big house here so 17 people and i'm not a big chef 17 people <laughs> for one meal is a big deal for me and those folks all like probably they make up uh, four different families those folks all now celebrate thanksgiving in ireland because the essence of thanksgiving while well, what it was based on is horrible And needs to be addressed. The essence of gratitude and being with friends, and no stress, no Christmas card writings, no you know all the things that we put together Mm. with our Christmas holiday is gone. It's just games, uh, watching the Macy Day Parade, (laughs) eating, as I said. So, um,
0: well, it doesn't surprise me. Sorry. Yeah, but it does not. That's a lovely story, and it does not surprise me that your Irish friends now celebrate it all the time because from what i know of the irish when i experienced when i went over there any excuse for a party
2: <laughs> 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 well done. Well done.
0: <laughs> those guys those guys are great they really know how to enjoy themselves don't they <laughs> i love them uh L- little tone this was your subject so you have the last word
1: oh really yeah. um I love coming together with friends and family and eating food. I love feeding people. It's one of my favorite things to do. And if there's a way to do that and help progress this awful situation that we have in which we're not honoring uh, the people that own the land originally, then, you know, I think that would be amazing. But uh, I really enjoyed chatting to you, Deb. Thank you. It was really interesting to find out how you, how you feel about uh, the holiday and how you celebrate. So thank you for that.
2: Thank you both for inviting me.
0: Not at all. Thank you very much for coming on. You were an absolute joy and uh you know I'm actually we are I mean we're living in, up in the West Midlands in a in a in a really old rural village called Elmley Castle. I'm learning about all the history here. I could I could talk for a long time the way they used to live back in this village. It's it's very it's hardly changed. Um but we will be celebrating thanksgiving even though we were not allowed out <laughs> we'll be celebrating thanksgiving uh, because i'm you know i've become so much in love with that festival maybe we could call each other on that day <laughs> Deb, and say a happy thanksgiving it would be a lovely thing to do but thank you so much for coming on and Dear listeners, thank you for for all the lovely feedback you give us on our episodes. We've done episodes recently. I was going to ask Deb today if they managed to choose a president yet there, but there isn't time to do that now. But uh, we've done uh, a couple of episodes on the American election. Last week, we did an episode on whether cannabis should be legalized in the UK. There's lots of interesting um, conversations like today with interesting, fascinating people like Deb, who's been kind enough to join us today. So uh, we'd love to hear uh, from our listeners your uh, answers to the question on whether we, well, you can't, I suppose, if you're in the UK, say, should we still be celebrating Thanksgiving? But do you think Thanksgiving should still be celebrated? Uh, We'd love to hear your um, viewpoint on what we've had to discuss today. So uh, thank you all very much. Thank you to our guest, Deb. Thank you to my darling daughter, my co-host. And we will see you next time bye from me